Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to The Breakfast Show here on Faith FM. We are about to get into our Bible study time, but before we do, we have some text messages to talk about. We want to hear what you had to say in the first half of the show, and we also have another question for our quiz. Lawson, looks like you're doing text messages this morning. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. you could do text messages. You just need this iPad. I don't have that iPad. Yeah. You but, have that iPad. But, I mean... I'll just keep it anyways. No, I'll, I'll hand it over to you when, you know, I think you just need to... I've not seen to, that iPad. What is that iPad? It's a new iPad. It's, Why do we have an iPad? We upgraded. Now, because now we can both see the text messages at the same time. You upgraded the host and you upgraded the technology. That's right. That's right. Stuff, yeah. That's right. But I don't think you have that, like, ability to conceive what's going on here because of how much we've upgraded. So we're going to leave you without the <laughs> iPad for now so that we can just keep yeah. you in your lane a little bit and just Whatever. ease you into it. You know, this is basically radio rehab. We're just, we're just helping you take those first steps and then eventually you'll be able so to you get treat into my Alzheimer's patient when you move them into a new room, right? <laughs> Keep it as much the what? same as the old one as before. What? No, wow, you're doing a good job. No. <laughs> hey, let's have... You guys an- are so lame. Let's have another clue for the quiz. I devoted myself to the study and observance of the law of the Lord and to teaching it in Israel. 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text. So, so far, we know that this person, he works for Artaxerxes. They left Babylon for Jerusalem. Uh, the hand of the Lord was with them, and they devoted themselves to the study and observance of the law of the Lord and to teaching it in Israel. So 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text if you know the answer to that one. And if you do you go into the draw to win our amazing prize for this week, which is 40 days of prayers and the, well, the prayers and devotionals on the nature and the ministry of the spirit. We've also, we've got a bunch of people getting it correct. Some people getting it incorrect. So good job to everyone who's, who's doing a good job. Just before I get into text messages, you know, someone just sent me a link for like a really cheap Commodore on Facebook. And, you know, we were talking about explosions this morning and I'm like, this looks like a car I want to blow up. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, this, this, this Commodore, it, it's working. It's defected. It has 300,000 Ks. It's ready to yeah, absolutely. Have, have a bomb put in it. Absolutely. And we'll drive. I we'll think you should buy this. Drive it until it dies and then put a bomb in it. Yes. And then explode it. Definitely. I, Just I'll, reach out to your inner bogan. Yeah, that's right. It's, 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 you know, I've suppressed it for a long time. I'm an academic you now, you know, you I'm can't studying it at university. If you suppress it forever, it's not a healthy thing. So, but my, my bogan inside, I'm like, wow, you know, explode my, my bogan, my, my manliness. It's, it's just jumping out. We've got a bunch of text messages here. Firstly, maybe, maybe people should, should, should send in some recipes. Some recipes for what? For, for bombs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's, have, let's have recipes on Faith FM this morning. Will we get, like, monitored by Asia? <laughs> I think so. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> That's so Asia. This is a this is a joke. We're talking about um. So there's there's a joke that people make whenever they talk about serious topics on YouTube because YouTube is like really trying to be as advertiser friendly as possible. And if you talk about things that are too serious, they'll demonetize you. So people make jokes. It's like they'll say, "Oh yeah, so this person got shot in a video game," and it's like that's the joke. They'll say like, "Oh, in a video." So we're talking about making bombs in a video game, guys. It's you know, oh, not, yes, yes, it's yes, not yes. real life. Um, it's, a, it's a video wink, game. Commodore. Wink, wink. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to the breakfast show. Hey, got some got some text messages here. Uh, firstly, from Suzanne, she says, "Good morning. I'm trying to learn the order of the minor prophets in the 
in the Bible today. So they're trying to memorize it, which is okay. fantastic to know the yes. books of the Bible. I'm hoping that the following sentence will help me remember them in order. And this is a sentence that Suzanne has come up with. She says, hello, Joel and Obad jumped my neighbor's hubby's Zephyr hugging Zach's Malchi. Mel- Melchi. I don't know what that last one's supposed to be, but I get it up I until that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got the rest of them. Uh, maybe it's like a, a dog breed or something, a Malchi, a Malchi or something. A Mal- I, for me, it would be just easy just to memorize them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. Straight up. Because by the time I try and memorize that sentence, it's a, that's a tongue twisting sentence. Yeah. I memorize it in, I always memorize scripture in like a preaching voice, right? Okay. So, so it's like, you know, if I can't think of it as, oh, I, I can for this, this verse in particular, it's easy, but like, go ye therefore and make disciples of all nations by having them. It's like, go ye therefore and make <laughs> disciples. And then, yeah, it's like, who knows the song? Does anybody know the song with the books of the Bible in it? Surely, surely there's a bunch of kids who went to Christian schools who, who know that song, who will listen to If you know the today. song, help this person out. Absolutely. And there's a recording, maybe. We've got a text from Freco here. Ooh, this is, uh, this is kind of a spicy text. This is in regards to, I was talking about explosions, and he says, maybe the Ukrainians don't appreciate explosions right now. Um, and yes. I'm, I'm like, yes, I, there is a place for explosions. Yeah. And, and this is the thing, you know, the devil always takes something that's good and turns it into something that's bad. Mm, absolutely. You know? But, uh, you know, it doesn't take away from the goodness of explosions and how that's fun right. they can be recreationally. Yes. But to use them in warfare, mm, no. not so much. Got a text message here from Margie. She says, welcome, Lyle. Missed you so much on the morning show. Your energy gets me going in the morning, gets me up and, and ready to go. So shout out, Margie. <laughs> hey, hey, we've got another text message here. This is from Brayden. He says, my car has done almost 400,000 kilometers, and I think it should go some more, though it is a Hilux. Bro, you're, you've got... Oh, it's a Hilux. You paid, you paid the Toyota even... tax already. You, right. you just broke it in. 400,000 yeah. Ks. The, the engine's starting to open up now. That's... That's... I've, I've I've driven a Hilux that had six hundred thousand Ks on the clock, mm-hmm. six hundred plus on the clock, and it was still in the original motor. That's awesome. The paint had all worn off. Yeah, yeah. had no paint left on it, like hardly. I remember there was a video that came out. I think maybe it was like a YouTube video or something. It was like from 2017, 2018, where someone had a 2006 model Hilux that it clicked over to a million Ks. And obviously it doesn't have, it has a digital dash and doesn't have the number for space for seven numbers. So it just went nine, 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 nine. And then it was just stuck there. (laughs) (laughs) That's a fail on Toyota's part. But then the guy is like, well, again, so I think, I think he'd replaced a couple things on the motor, but it was it was the original like cases and everything. I think he'd done a like a big end or something like that. Yep. But other than that, it's and you know then it's regular service. And obviously, obviously done a lot of uh, long distance driving. Yeah, that's right. Just you know, easy going. Yeah. Up and down I mean, the taxis taxis will do well into the million k because they just never shut them off. That's insane. Keep them hot. That's Never awesome. Shut them off. That's uh, I got another text message here. It says the books of the Bible, um, time tested, reliable Genesis. The books of the time. Ty- oh, so this is a song. The books of the Bible, time tested, reliable Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, um, adventures to adventurers uh, to thank with my kids. Um, song by KGV Songs. So Braden is, is saying here. So his kids are in adventurers, which is oh, like yes. yep, yep, yep. basically a, a form of like young, young. Come on, Lyle. Come on, Lyle. 
It's my alarm. He, he forgot to put it on silent. This is what happens when you're out of the radio rhythm, you know. It's my, it's it's, it's um, office worship time. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. One minute. But, uh, but yeah, he's saying adventures to think of my kids. I've, I've been to like Pathfinder meetings and adventures and stuff. I've never been a Pathfinder myself, which is basically like church scouts. Um, but I've gone along to them as like a, I've been a chaplain there before. So like sharing the message messages with the the kids and they've done their song and they've gone through all the books in the old Testament and all the books in the Bible, just, you know, just getting it done. So amazing. And then finally here, yeah, my prey protection is wearing off. I didn't really need to replace the diff, but the engine is still solid on that, <laughs> on that 400 K Hilux. Yeah. That's amazing. Oi, drive cars for a long time. You're listening to the breakfast show. Contact us on zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Welcome back, guys. We uh, we need to get into our Bible study. That's right. Um, okay, so I haven't been on the show this year. Maybe mm-hmm. I've been on once this year. Mm-hmm. Do you all know Revelation fourteen seven off by heart yet? Yes, you do. Everybody, yeah. all our listeners know that. They, off they, by heart. they all know it because you've been studying it for what eight I, weeks? I hope so. We have been deep into Revelation <laughs> chapter fourteen, 14 verse, verse six and seven. Like it's yeah, it's it's been good. There you go. Okay, mm-hmm. so. Um, Revelation 14 verse 7 quotes one of the Ten Commandments. Of course. One of the, I think it's the only commandment that's quoted in the book of Revelation. Mm-hmm. Now, here's an interesting question as we, as we get started on this. Which, which one of the commandments do you think is quoted the most often in the New Testament? Oh, the most often. Yes. Which one? The most often. Uh, well, of, of course, Revelation 14 7 is quoting from the Sabbath. Yes, commandment. The fourth commandment. So, but which one? Do you, which one do you think like is the, the most, most often? often so let's, let's think about it. You've got you've uh, got like adultery, don't have, don't have murder, a, yeah. um, you know, stealing, lying, um, covetousness, making idols, having no other gods, taking the name of your. And I, I can think of instances where Jesus quotes all of them, but uh, the the answer might be the fourth commandment, Sabbath. If it's not, then I think it's either. Uh, murder or you know adultery. What what what, what is it, Lyle? Okay, so let's do a bit of a uh, a, a squeeze here. Uh, let me just do this one. Okay, all right. Here comes some numbers for you. Murder is mentioned twenty times in the New Testament. Oh, okay. That's a fair chunk. Uh huh. That's actually that's actually more than I was expecting. Um, let's go for adultery in the New Testament is mentioned eleven times. So we're kind of focusing on the last of the commandments here was the ones that you... Um, um, lying is mentioned... Uh, where did lying go? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like 10 times. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that's mentioned the most times, by far, is the Sabbath commandment mm-hmm. at 57. Wow. So that's at least three times more in the New Testament than any other commandment. And far more in the New Testament than the Old Testament on a per capita basis. Mm. So it's only mentioned 91 times in the Old Testament, but the Old Testament is three quarters of the Bible. Mm-hmm. And you've nearly got as many mentions of the Sabbath in the New Testament as you do in wow. the Old. And yet it's the one in the New Testament, it's the only one in the New Testament that people try and say only applies to the Old Testament. Wow. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, it's an interesting piece of trivia that I kind of don't understand. It's just 
to me, it's a little bit of a commentary on human nature. Well, I think the, the rebuttal against what you're saying could be, oh, well, if we survey all those times in which it mentions the Sabbath commandment in the New Testament, maybe when we survey them and we do a weight of evidence study that every time it mentions it, it's saying not to keep the Sabbath. But that is absolutely not the case, and yeah. we put the charge out there to anyone. We, <laughs> mate, we'll, we'll buy you whatever you want. Just tell us where the Bible tells us to not keep Sabbath. Absolutely. <laughs> Name your prize. We will give you whatever you want. (laughs) Find it for us there. I mean, even if you go to passages that are post the Gospels, Mm -hmm. right? Um, If you go after the Gospels, adultery is only mentioned, let me see here, uh, two, three, four times after the Gospels. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let me see, murder is mentioned... Two, three, four, five, six times after the Gospels. Mm-hmm. And whereas the Sabbath just keeps coming up over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. So you've got uh, what, 19 times after the Gospels. Mm. So that's a lot. That's a lot. And what it illustrates to me is the one, the, com- the one commandment that the Bible speaks more about than any other is the one commandment that is the most forgotten. Remember the Sabbath mm. day to keep it holy. And even for people who want to quibble over which day of the week it is, let's think about this for a moment. Let's, let's say that you want to try and build an argument that you should keep Sabbath on Sunday. You're going to have a hard time doing that from the Bible because you know Sunday is the first day of the week and the entire Bible is mentioned nine times. And I, you know, I could, nearly every single one of those times that the first day of the week is mentioned, actually every single one of those times that the first day of the week is mentioned in the Bible, it is mentioned for the purpose of highlighting the Sabbath day. Mm. Every single one of them. So that's interesting. Now, but let's say you want to quibble over it and say, well, you know, let's say you want to argue that Sunday is the Sabbath, then when did you last hear a sermon on the Sabbath? Mm. When did you last hear a pastor stand up in church and encourage somebody in their Sabbath keeping? Yeah, because the New Testament definitely encourages Sabbath keeping. People go to church on Sunday, I get that, and mm. then they go home and do anything that they want. They don't have mm. a that's not a Sabbath. That's not what a mm. Sabbath is like. Mm. You know, I think this is one of those areas in which we can we have a tremendous amount to learn from the Jewish people. You know, you go to the Wailing Wall uh, in Jerusalem, uh, on Friday evening, and you will find so much joy and celebration and people that are happy and people that are celebrating because the Sabbath is beginning Friday evening as the sun is going down. And then, you know, you you wake up on uh, on Saturday morning and the whole of Jerusalem is kind of like a ghost town. You can't even hear cars in the street outside because Jewish people just don't do that. And, you know, okay, there's a lot of areas in which Jewish people go too far because mm-hmm. they add, you know, to the Bible, and we should never add to the Bible. And they've got, you know, six hundred some rules, and if you get in the wrong lift in the in the in the hotel, um, it's going to stop at every floor because <laughs> Jewish people are not allowed, not allowed to press buttons on the Sabbath. Well, mm. the Bible doesn't say that anywhere, mm. and if the Bible doesn't say it, then you are not bound to do it. And we can all get a bit silly about the whole thing. Mm. We need to come back to what does God ask us to do? And God says, "Look, this is a day of worship." Mm. This is a day of spending time in community, worshipping. The Bible says, the Bible describes the Sabbath as a holy convocation, a holy gathering together. Mm. Um, What's the average? I think the average is that people who keep the Sabbath live on average 11 years longer Mm -hmm. than people who don't. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's just 
one of those principles that is a good principle for life. Mm-hmm. The there's there's so many there's so many good things about the Sabbath. I mean, God comes along and He gives you a public holiday once a week, and it's like, oh no, we don't want that. Oh, that's a burden. <laughs> oh, how could you how could you make us do that? Surely God wouldn't wouldn't make us do such a thing. Yeah, I particularly that phrase. That's a burden. That's a burden. Oh, you're trying to keep the law in your own strength by keeping the Sabbath, something like that. Uh, I've heard it. I've heard it a number of times. That's I've heard so it a number nuts. of times. And I can tell you right now, I'm a uni student, and yes. uni is pressing me. Like, yes. you know, doing uni. Um, I'm full time at uni. Also working at radio. I am pressed. The Sabbath is my solace. That's like your, that's your that's your uh, pressure release valve. I, because I have to stop if I like. There, you know, there's times you get overwhelmed. You're like, oh, this is so much to do. It's stressful. But on the Sabbath, I'm like, God has commanded me to stop. I have to stop. And when I stop, I can actually take time away and I can actually rest and give my body a break that will enable me to do my work. Okay, so let me ask you this. How do you feel when you stop and it's not the Sabbath and uni's pressing on you? It's it's like one of the most awful feelings in the world. Because it's like, I'm doing this right now. But I should be doing that assignment. I should. I should be writing that essay, you know. And and like, now how does that compare then? Sorry, I butted in. No, no. I was just going to say, like, particularly for me, I'm a, I'm a bit like my brain's a bit hypo, and so and so like, yeah, I I, I sit there thinking about, oh, what am I going to do? And then I'm like, I when I then take a break, I get so worried that I'm taking a break that when I go back to my work. I'm like, open the laptop, and then I'm like, oh, I just lost all that time. Oh, I have to go faster. And then when you try to do something fast, you inevitably do it slower. I don't, you know, this, this is, this is a little, maybe a little bit individual to me. I'm, I'm a bit strange like that, but I'm just, I'm just finding like, for me personally, study is, I, I've done lots of difficult things in my life, but study and, and writing just, just for me personally has been something that I've found quite difficult. And because of that, like, because you're so pressed, it's, you know, when you, when, when you, you're an athlete or something, it's like every little, um, piece of thing, like every little thing can affect you because you're operating at such a high level. And me studying is really my brain operating at the highest level that it can. It's something that I, I really have to try to do. And so it's like, oh man, I didn't, I missed out on 30 minutes of sleep last night and I'm feeling it and da 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 da. And so I just, it's just like every little thing affects me. But I tell you what, because I can keep the Sabbath, because I can have that day of rest, like I can get up on a Sunday and and just feel like refreshed and feel like because can, it's guilt free i can open my books rested mm-hmm. like i'm by the end, by friday i'm grinding mm-hmm. and it's like every little thing affects me i'm like oh man i feel like i can't even read a sentence right now because of everything going on i wake up on sunday i've had my sabbath i'm ready to study this I'm is the like, great wow. thing about it. it's a guilt free break it's, it's a guilt free rest and incredible. that's why one of the reasons why sabbath keepers live so much longer you're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. One of the Old Testament historical books bears my name. It begins with the letter E. And we know that this person, they were working for Artaxerxes. Uh, they were going from Babylon to Jerusalem, and they had devoted themselves to the study of the observance of the law and teaching to Israel. So if you know who this is, 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text. If you call or text that number, you'll be able to get in 
for our amazing prize this week, which is none other than 40 days prayer and devotionals on the nature and the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Just before we get into what the Bible says, I got a text message here. It says, my dad's Hilux spent three days underwater and it still works. We call it Jonah now. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) <laughs> Which is so awesome. Three days. Three days, man. That's... So that would need, like, a good flushing out. Oh, yes. But I'm, I'm like, corrosion, rust? No, apparently. Like... <laughs> Probably flood water, I'm thinking, rather than sure. um, seawater. So- seawater. I think uh, if it had been bogged in the beach and the tide came oh, in, which is, which is a thing that happens fairly regularly in places like Fraser Island and so forth... Um, and the beach is up that way, I tend to think that three days would host it. Yeah, yeah. But I have heard of people who um, have lost a vehicle for one, you know, tied in, tied out. Yeah. Um, got it back out when the tide went out, mm-hmm. um, cleaned all the sand out, cleaned the whole engine out, Yeah, got it running and sold it. That's awesome. That <laughs> is... Of course, it would have rusted out within the year. Was probably not a very good thing to do, but yeah, yeah actually, actually got it running to drive it home. Absolutely. Oh, to drive, to it, drive it home. home. Yes, took them a few days. That's amazing. They got it running to drive it home, and then just took it straight to a car lot and traded it in. <laughs> yeah, not such a good idea, but anyway. Anyways, uh, hey, got another text message here. Uh, it's from Sky. Sky says. Hey, why do you think that we have more New Testament quotes of the Sabbath than Old Testament? One of the reasons is that... On, on like a per capita basis, because yeah. you know there's more in the Old Testament. Oh, absolutely. But, yeah. and there's, but there's far more in the New Testament. Mm. One of the reasons is that this was the most hotly debated topic between Jesus and the Pharisees. Mm. So you're going to find a lot of those quotes in the Gospels. Mm. Now, what's interesting is that no other commandment is more... Featured. No other subject is more debated between Jesus and the Pharisees than the subject of how to keep the Sabbath. Wow. What is never under debate in the New Testament between Jesus and the Pharisees is whether the Sabbath day has been changed or will be That's changed. so amazing. Or will be done away with. I, I love that Or so is much. losing significance. Jesus is constantly, right the way through the New Testament, is standing up for the Sabbath Every single time it has mentioned, to the point you come all the way down to the end of his ministry, he is about to go to the cross, and one of the last things that he does is command people to be keeping the Sabbath right the way through until the end of time. Mm, you find that in Matthew chapter twenty-four. I think I think it's amazing that we can use Jesus so much of it as an example on this, and I've yes. heard because people then who are honest biblically, yes, they then often but don't want to keep the Sabbath. They then often fall into a dispensationalist camp where they're like, oh, well, we don't follow what Jesus did. We follow what the church did. And then they make a case that the, that the church stopped keeping the Sabbath. So which, the church supersedes Jesus? Yeah, yeah, but simultaneously the church never stopped keeping the Sabbath. Like, That's right. Like we see them gather on Sunday pretty much like in terms of a Sunday gathering once. And that was because Paul, was, they were, they, was were, they, were night. they were keeping the Sabbath. They gathered on Saturday night and then Paul left the next day. And the reason it's recorded is because someone fell out of the window 
was died. killed, died as a result of that fall, and then was resurrected. You're gonna write about you're gonna write yeah. about that if that happens. But it's amazing because again, I've had conversations with people about this. Like, oh, but it, it, find me where G-, like just just simply like that, and they're like, oh, but you know, you're an Adventist. Why well, we keep the Sabbath? I'm like, oh, well, find me where Jesus says that we shouldn't keep the Sabbath because often he's promoting Sabbath keeping, and then they say, yeah, Jesus might promote Sabbath keeping, but we don't live like Jesus does. We live under a different dispensation. I'm like, my friend. <laughs> Please, but can like when we're when we're when we're going as far to say that oh well technically we shouldn't live like Jesus, I'm like that. Come on, man. Well, because this is the thing. You know what Jesus doesn't promote his followers to do? Sacrifice in the temple. Mm-hmm. And why? Because we he doesn't want us to do that. But then, again, it's the point of like oh, but Jesus was Jewish. But yeah, Jesus was Jewish, but. In, in many different aspects, he he doesn't participate in Jewish Jesus like. Jesus was our example in all things. Amen, amen, amen. So, it's, a Christian he is the definition of the word. He is Christ the follower, Christ. Uh, not church follower. We're not churchians. Mm-hmm. We are Christians. That's that's awesome. So next time somebody, maybe next time someone that says to me is like, oh, so you're not actually a Christian, you're a churchian. Yeah, oh, well, maybe that's a pretty big accusation. More just be like, well, I'm a Christian, so I'm going to follow Christ. Yeah. Oh, oh, there you go, there you go. Can't, you, can, you can go wrong doing a lot of things in your life. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of ways of messing up. You are never, ever going to go wrong following Jesus. I've never met a person who has turned their life into a train wreck by being a follower of Jesus. That mm. person doesn't exist. Absolutely. Amen. All right. Uh, where were we? Exodus chapter 8. We're just going to read it. Exodus 8. Exodus 20, verse 8. Oh. <laughs> Exodus 20, All right, hold 8. on, hold on. Let me close my Bible real quick, quick. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall do no work. You, nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your stranger who is within, nor your cattle, nor your stranger who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made the heavens, the earth, the seas, and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the seventh day and hallowed it. Amen. All right. Notice the the connection that there is in the Sabbath commandment to creation. Mm-hmm. The Bible says, for in six days, mm-hmm. God created the heavens and the earth, the sea, fountains of waters, mm-hmm. everything in it. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to Genesis chapter 2, verse 1 to 3. Do you know that one off by heart? Genesis chapter 2, verse 1 to 3. Yep. Well, then it's it's essentially, you know, God had seen all that he had made and it was very good and then he rested. That one's more let of let a me, paraphrase let me, for let me. Let me get you a start on it and see if you can get it okay. from there. Genesis 2, let's go there real quick. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished and all the host of them. And on the seventh day, day. God, God ended his work which he had made <laughs> and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made. Mm. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because in it he had rested from all his work which God created and made. Amen. Yeah, I, I needed a little bit of help. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but when you look at these two together... The commandment in Exodus 20, mm-hmm. the commandment in Genesis 2, are all about creation. Mm. There is a direct link here between the Sabbath and creation. And the two most forgotten things in society today is the Oof. Sabbath and creation. Oof. Absolutely. Those two things go hand in hand. And it used to be, there used to be a time when Sunday keepers would keep Sunday like like a Sabbath. Mm-hmm. 
and you know you would find you know people belong to the Uniting Church, Methodist Church, whatever. They would they would take that seriously as a day of worship. Mm-hmm. Roman Catholics would take it seriously as a day of worship. Mm-hmm. Those days are long past. Yeah. Why are they long past? Because Sunday has no connection to creation. Mm. There used to be a time, and it wasn't that long ago, when a six day creation was universally believed mm-hmm. by Christians. Mm-hmm. Uh, now. About 30% of Christians believe in a six-day creation. That's about it. Mm. Uh, no, no, sorry, 30% of Baptists, and they're one of the highest ones. Um, mm. Adventists, we come in at 80%. We should be at 100 It's like, what's wrong with us? Mm. Absolutely. Uh, and everybody else is lower than that. So, you know, creation has been forgotten, which means that the power of God has been forgotten mm. and God's love has been forgotten. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. I'm all at sea now. I have no idea what to do, Lawson. Oh, you're you're lost. It's like question of the daytime. Well, but we do that on Thursday now. Yeah, that's right. Well, now we review some of the answers for the quiz, and we talk about some text messages and whatnot. Okay, let's do it. Oh, just quickly before we get to the answers for the quiz. So the reason that the Hilux ended up being submerged for three days is because mm-hmm. they forgot to put the brakes on and it rolled into a dam, which <laughs> oh, is no. just like such a yeah. Okay, tell me you're from the country without telling me you're from the country. That's all. Awesome. And the fact that it was yes. left there for three days as well is probably the paddock car, you know, just like chilling up the top and you know just just hanging out there. Um, and then, so yeah, it was fully submerged. We thought it was stolen. <laughs> but they found it and they started it and it, and it, and it still goes. They drained the water out first. That, I'm telling you that right now. Right? That I know is that. awesome. And we've got another text message here. It's from Stuart. And Stuart says, why don't we quote only the Exodus commandment and not the Deuteronomy commandment of the Sabbath okay. that celebrates our redemption? All right. So here's the deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I was this. This was the next verse we were going to get to until we ran out of time. So, uh-huh. observe the Sabbath day to keep it holy, as the Lord your God commanded you. Six days shall you labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall do no work, you, nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your ox, nor your donkey, nor any of your cattle, nor your stranger who is within your gates, that your male servant and your female servant may rest as well as you. Mm. And remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt, and the Lord your God brought you out of there by a mighty hand and by an outstretched arm. Therefore, the Lord your God commanded you to keep the Sabbath day. Absolutely. Mm. That one is all about redemption. That's the Deuteronomy version. Mm. Of course, redemption in the context of the Exodus, but then further to us. Like oh, absolutely. The, 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 Exodus, the, the Exodus is a type of redemption. Exactly. It's the, what the, the Passover is all about. The simple message that God has done everything. To to save you. So that's Jesus died on the Passover. What do you think the Passover was? The yeah. Passover was the Exodus. And that's why we don't just preach creation on Sabbath, but we preach Jesus as well. That's right. Because the, the God is giving license for that to reflect on what God has done for you. So that was literally my next verse that I was going to. Mm-hmm. And congratulations to whoever sent that message. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Stuart. Hey, so we've got our quiz for today. We know this person was working for Artaxerxes to appoint magistrates and judges. They, the, well, the king granted them um, everything he asked because the hand of the Lord was with him. He returned from Babylon to Jerusalem um, during the reign of King Artaxerxes. He devoted himself, they, they, he, he devoted himself uh, to the study and the observance of the law of the Lord. And finally, one of the Old Testament historical books bears this person's name. Do you know who it is? It starts Mark? with E. Yes. And it's not Esther. It's not Esther. 
Is there any other ones that start with E other than this one in the Old Testament? Ecclesiastes, but it's not a no, it's not, it's not a history book. Mm-hmm. But it's um, Ezekiel. Oh, but, Ezekiel. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a bunch of E ones in there. Yeah, I'm like, Lala, are you okay? <laughs> you, you, what shows is that you haven't memorized the order of the Old Testament books. But uh, this is none other than Ezra, yes. who is a contemporary with Nehemiah. And this is like, I love this part of the Bible. It's, yes. Well, Nehemiah specifically is like in my top three favorite books in the Bible. You want to be a preacher like Nehemiah? Oh, mate, yeah, I just want to beat people up and, you pull know. Pull their beards out. Yeah, pull their beards out and tell them that, you know, they need to stop having kids and, you know, all, all those kinds of things. No, but but Ezra, on the other hand, he is just a fantastic guy. Both of them, it was kind of like a, a godly pincer maneuver. On both sides, they were interacting with the king and organizing the rebuilding and the reestablishment of Israel, which, of course, was the final rebuild of Israel in the run-up to the Messiah coming to Jesus. Um, this well, this rebuild uh, and reestablishment took a place about 400 years before Jesus would come under the reign of Medo-Persia. You know, just just before the the Greeks would rise up as an empire and 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 uh, attack and take Medo-Persia, of which Jerusalem would actually survive miraculously. Yeah, it's um, but the prophecies of Daniel eight. It's in, an incredible piece of history, incredible story. But I just love getting into these books because you see a people who it's like. It, it, it reminded me of myself. You know, when you... I, I, I was converted into Christianity. Everyone has to have a conversion experience, but my experience is going from not Christian to Christian. But when you have a conversion experience, it feels like you're coming home, to be honest. It's like, I was always this way. I was lost and now I'm found. Mm-hmm. And you see that happening with God's people during this era of Ezra and Nehemiah where they've come back to the promised land, they rebuild the city, reestablish it, and they learn the law again and they're like, wow, this is who we are. And I just love that so much. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM. It is the breakfast show here on Faith FM. That's right. Come to the end of the show. Yep. Time to give something away. What have you got for us? Absolutely. Mate, I'm, I'm on, I've been on the Doug Bachelor train lately. Just oh, I, I've cool. been reading some of his books. And this one in particular. So I, you, you know, you might have me pay for I actually, I was, when I was at camp, Someone was like, oh, you're from the country, aren't you? I'm like, nah, bro. <laughs> I am a city slicker. But, I mean, I'm from the lake here, and I've, I've lived rurally before, but not, I'm not a country boy whatsoever. But we have this book from Doug Batchelor. It is called Heading for the Hills? Question mark, a Beginner's Guide to Country Living. Now, this is coming from none other than a caveman, um, a person who has lift, lived off the grid before, but also, you know, can work his way around a farm. If, you, if Lived you, literally in a cave. Lived lived literally in a cave which is amazing like there is mm-hmm. uh, you know when we talk about you know getting away and getting out you know into he's nature. not he's not advocating cave living in yeah. this in this book is he no 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 he's advocating country living country living i like yeah it. in the country being in the country you know obviously we, we've talked about and i know lyle you're a massive proponent of the idea of country living the and Bible particularly is. raising kids in the country. Yes. You know, it is the best thing that you can do for them. I know so many young guys who go who come out from the country to Newcastle Uni and join our group at the ASOC there, and they are just leagues ahead of everyone else mm-hmm. in, in terms of, yeah. Maturity. So, hey, 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text. Be the first caller or text to through 0491-064-669. Don't forget to talk faith, live faith, act faith. You will grow strong in Jesus Christ.
until we 